I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net, and this is Blue World Order from BlueWorldOrder.gov. And today we're talking about Avatar 2, The Way of Water. We saw it. We saw it. I saw it. You saw it, right? It's Dot Jim, Jason. It's not Dot Jim. <laughs> okay. Come on. So you, you, you waited like, you know, a good, what, 12 years or something for this movie? A longer, really, because I was listening to Cameron talk about Avatar in the 90s, right? Like, I want to specifically go back. The first time Avatar showed up on my radar was when I was flying out from um, when I graduated basic training. We flew out of Baltimore to go to Germany, some station right. in uh, Friedberg, Germany. And when I was at the airport, I'm like, I need something to read. It's a 13-hour flight. And right. there was this issue of Empire Magazine that said, George Lucas. Jim Cameron and Peter Jackson are the next big filmmakers because they're bringing the digital revolution, right? I'm like, well, I got to read this, right? Bought the issue, save it for the plane, get on the plane and read it. And it's about Lucas making the prequels and, and how he wants to move to digital cinema and all the digital actors that are in there and they're creating digital creatures. And then Jim, um, Peter Jackson goes, we're going to use this. I didn't know what Peter Jackson was. I mean, Frighteners. It's kind of like, you know, and I thought the movie was okay. Um, but he goes, we're going to use computers to make big actors into little hobbits and i'm like that's gonna go horribly wrong <laughs> the way it was described sounded like they were gonna do that weird like morphine thing where they you know where they squish your face they didn't yeah explain yeah. it very well but i was like i don't know about that right. and then jim Cameron goes on there and he's like yeah we're gonna do like 100 digital photorealistic fucking environments and actors and we're gonna shoot it in 3d and i'm like that just blew i couldn't get my head around it <laughs> i was like mm -hmm. what you know and it just took forever for that first movie to come out. And I remember when Avatar first, the 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 the, the banners started to appear in San Diego for Comic Con, right? The the Navi eye or Natiri's face, right? And everyone was like, "What is it?" Because this, this was right the trailer debuted at Comic Con, right around that time. So everyone was like, "Is it coming? What what is it? I don't know what it is." And when it came out, the trailer came out. People were like, "Oh, well, that's it." I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's going to see blue people in the jungle. I don't know. And I'm going to like. In my head, I'm like, fucking motherfuckers, like, literally watch, you know, like, endless anime and Star Wars. I figured they will. Like, the anime Star Wars people will show up and then tell everyone if it's good or bad. We'll see how it goes. But I've been dealing with this, like, like uh, uh, avatars for idiots kind of thing my whole life, right? Like, like my, my adult career, right? Like, and I'm like, mm -hmm. great, then I'm an idiot. Like, I'm, I'll watch anything James Cam Jim Cameron. Let me explain to you why this ties into Star Wars specifically. In May of 1977, before I was born, right? Uh, James Cam Jim Cameron, uh, Bill Wisher, and I think Randy Frakes went to Chinese Man Theater to go see this movie called Star Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were there opening weekend. They went in there. So well, when I they walk, when so they well. walk out the theater, well, everyone's like, "That was all. Oh, that was fun. Look, that was amazing." Jim Cameron was like, "All right, we got to get Xenogenesis made. This this short film you want to do. We got to get financing. Here's this plan, and we're going to do this, and this will be they can share the profits. And we got to get this. We got to get this. We got like he just came out with the. He got to get his fucking life going. The whole like, well, will I? Won't I? Well, maybe I can do this, and I can keep learning. The dude got busy. He got so inspired by Star Wars, he got busy. You know, and to think about that, like, 
You know who was also there that weekend? Not the same theater, but that weekend was Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. And that's what led Ridley Scott to make Alien. So, like, the fact that the director of Alien and then the writer-director of Aliens 2 both saw Star Wars at the same theater and that weekend had the same fucking holy shit moment, we got to get busy, is yeah. fucking brilliant. Like, it's just... And look where we're at now. This this is Jim Cameron's Star Wars. It's a it's a it's a world. He, instead of making a galaxy, he made one world, right? One world that's so big it has a vast amount of you know uh, diversity that's connected with a, a a force, a force like power, right? Yeah. You know, and he kind of wrote this these ideas down. Not this specific thing, but a lot of the stuff was in a thing called Biogenesis. And if you ever seen like the artwork for Biogenesis. It's like every idea he ever had for a movie was in there. You get bits of Terminator, you get bits of Alien, the power loader mm-hmm. shits there, you know. You get all these monster creatures. So like I just think like the dude, the dude's one of us, man. You know, just the dude literally was able to not just coalesce the ability to make a film, like he just kept going. And this is the end result. And I don't care if like this is your jam or not your jam, man. You gotta respect it. Like you gotta respect anyone who go walks out of fuck. Imagine someone walks out of fucking Spider-Man goes, I gotta get fucking busy. And then 10 years later, they're making the greatest fucking Spider-Man movie of all. We just don't see that. Rob, answer the question. Did you like it? Did I fucking love the movie? What are you talking about? I got one. Right. Yeah, Avatar 2. I got one gripe about Avatar 2. Just one. And it was one I was afraid of before the movie came out. And it's fine. The music, the soundtrack, the score, it's fine. Compared to most other films coming out these days, it's more than fine. It's like, hey, man, that's a competent score. But it's not a replacement for James Horner. It's just not. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. the way when, when James go back to that 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 battle, the final battle in Avatar One, and like da 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 right, the way it's synced, James Horner's a fucking master, man. You know, and 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 he made Jim, he met Jamie Jamie Horner Horner at uh, the Roger Corman Studios. They all go you, way back. You know what I always say though, if you don't have J- Horner, just get Metallica on a cover of Metallica and go that yeah, way. It's not That's that. What I always so, say. Si- Simon Fangren was his assistant. I get it. You know, but like, I would have, I would have been like, is Alan Silvestri not butthurt about the abyss? He could come back, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did he get over it? They all, they all get over it, Jason. Eventually, come working back, you know. All right, let's ask Tom. Hey, Tom, loved how it. Are you? Loved it. I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me on. I loved it. You loved it. I love this it. is cinema when I want a fucking an cinema? action thing that 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 is beautiful and horrific. And fucking thought provoking. Oh my god, it made yeah. me cry. I mean, I listen. I'm a crier in movies. I'll admit it, but it made yeah. me cry. Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean, Kevin Smith started a flood in his own theater. He you know he he cries everywhere, but he just it looked like the ending of this movie. People were running out, tears flowing, being trapped. No, that didn't happen. When they went <laughs> underwater you know? for the first time in three, I saw it 3D IMAX. I mean, I think first of all, you got to see it in the theater in 3D in IMAX if you yeah. can. Yeah, it was. I mean, that first when they go underwater. Man, it was so spectacularly beautiful. This is way different than like when you see the water in like Aquaman or even uh, Black Panther, right? And in Black Panther, they actually had people in the water, but it's different. Like when they're breathing the water in and out, that's just, I don't know, when they're rolling around on the beach, you're like, you just stop thinking. Other than that, they're blue fucking aliens, you're like, yeah, it feels like I'm there, man. Like, it's just, I mean, they had like details where they had bubbles, you know, you could see them like coming up the cheek or like in their eye. Like, 
the detail was just really astonishing. I mean, it was beautiful. You really thought it was like, like Rob saying, you thought you were there. Like it was real. Like these, these aliens exist. It was. Well, it also has to go the way Cameron shoots films. He shoots with Steadicam. And he, he's actually like this motherfucker actually operates a Steadicam. Like when he's yeah. like, I made this giant fucking camera. Yeah. I'm the guy fucking actually on the camera. Cameron isn't telling someone else. Go see fucking him? hold it. See him in your yeah. background. Yeah. When he doesn't have the Steadicam, he actually walks like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he walks like his crab vehicles. That's how they created the crab vehicles. <laughs> yeah. like, look at me. Look at me. I like the crabs. I liked. I liked. I liked. I liked when the movie got crabs. Star Wars. The Star Wars films need to learn from this. They need to learn from no. it. And it's not. Yeah, they do. No. They really do because this, this, this is this actually. Isn't a, this isn't. A, this would not be a good Star Wars movie. This, this is, is exactly totally... what Lucas was trying to do with the fan. So I disagree. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I think that. I think that the Sigourney Weaver daughter character is going to be like, she's, she's going to be a bit like Luke Skywalker. I mean, she's going to be discovering as we go forward, I believe more power. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think no, that no, we're going to see her. We're going to see her grow. We're going to see her. We're going to see her grow and her connection to the planet. And I think that ultimately she's going to be why the humans get to go away. That would be well, my guess. Well, see, so, so here, here's the uh, thing. The reason why I do like the movie is because I don't think it's star Wars. Star Wars does not spend time to catch its breath. It's not how it's, Andor not how it's done. It's just, it's just it's just not how Andor the Star Wars. What it took its Andor took its time to catch its breath. Uh, Andor is not Star Wars in capital S T A R W A R S. It's but this it's, is the it's, blend it's, between Andor Andor's and Lucas style yeah. stuff. Like this is. But, the, but if you just got a guy Rob, actually focus a new a new hope is Star Wars. Okay. Correct. You can only remake this is not the same thing. so many times. Like uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it, it it they don't try to do the same thing at all. This movie No, is I didn't not... say it's it's it remade the Force Awakens remade Star Wars. Uh, the last half of Maverick Force remade Awakens Star Wars. This isn't remaking Star Wars. This is the same thing. This is a fantastical planet that's being like abused and manipulated by outside forces, and the interior right. forces are unwilling to do anything until it steps on their doorstep. You know what I mean? It doesn't okay. really, they think it's not going to affect them in any way, but it Tone. really does. It's a Tone symbiotic. Matters, yeah. And it's a symbiotic relationship. It's a real living, breeding if, if planet. If you come to Star Wars looking for this tone, it's never happened. It's probably might not ever happen. And you will always be disappointed though. Uh, that, 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 I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I, I, but once again, it's not, it's not a dig on, on anything. It's just, it's just, it's not the, it's like, this is a completely different thing. This is like showing like a family moving. I mean, it's a basic, yeah, basically I mean, about a family the, moving. I guess and my that, point that, wasn't, that. I wasn't trying to draw a direct comparison. I just think yeah. there are some minor, like the growth of Luke that I, was kind of what I was intimating, like how he connects to the force and how. Monomyth stuff that like. Yeah, I'm not talking about specific lore. The magic, the magic of the world, I guess, yeah. is what I'm. Star Wars fans, man, the minute you say something Star Wars, they go, well, no, because of 4BBY, this character. I'm not talking about all that. I'm not Think saying about that. the themes. When Luke say says, that. I'm going to make a Phantom Menace, and it's going to be in this movie, this planet called Naboo. And it's about how they're being like abused or, or repressed by a, a, a corporate a corporate fucking entity right that wants to exploit them for their greater goals and there's some characters that are trying to show them that hey you know what i mean you're gonna have to fucking get involved with your you're gonna have to work together because this shit ain't going away and they go no it doesn't affect me but this this at an actual like rather than just like a surface level 
oh, Flash Gordon-y way where it's just sort of like an excuse to kind of go on a rompous adventure. You actually dig in deep. You dig in deep and go, okay, what does that actually mean? And would would how how racist would these Gungans be to other Gungans, let alone Naboo's? Like, like would they, would they be, well, you're the Gungans in the logical. Gungans in the jungle don't give a shit. Avatar is more anthropological than than serial. Yeah, but that's what Lucas was what... trying to do in that movie was put anthropological things in there. No, he did it at a surface, surface. level. He goes, he surface goes well, level. There's, yeah, there's surface always, level. It, it's surface level, and then it's like a documentary. But briefly. that's Andor. That's that's it, that's the documentary, Rob, Rob, the anthropological I'm sorry. documentary. The Andor and Avatar aren't the same thing, even. Close. No, they're not. But they're doing similar things in different, completely different ways. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. where Rob's coming. I also think that if you ha- if you added an additional hour to, you know, A New Hope, for example, we, might, you know, they might be able to spend a little bit more time on 1977, Lucas. Yes, nine to 1999, Lucas. No, not not 1977. Lucas would never make Avatar. It's too fucking slow. That's he wouldn't have made Avatar after after American Graffiti, but before American Graffiti, if he just made THX 1138, he would have. It's a different mindset. Yeah, it's the radical 60s environmentalist, right? Anti-corporate fucking mindset that he no, had. No, no, but that that yeah, that 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 thing doesn't doesn't change. Like that that element doesn't change that you have guys from the 70s that have that have like some like quote radical beliefs. Um in that front. But but this is like like you like literally take time to watch people go like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Star Wars, when it does it, it's like, well, here I go. Like I'm just saying, it's such a like a different like a different take on on the whole thing. But my when I saw the uh, the movie last night, my take on it was, I didn't I don't know if I if I liked it or if I didn't like it because it was exactly what I expected, 100. percent and and I don't know if that's not fair. I honestly I don't know what the answer. Like it didn't it didn't go anywhere where I thought like like it didn't like amaze me. Like I, I didn't see that kind of I couldn't imagine I couldn't believe that happened kind of thing. Um, but I the thing I liked the, the most about it was was from the reviews I was laughing at the hardest was the free willy thing. That was the thing I liked the best in the movie was the was the uh, subplot of the um, boy with Wales. the whale. Yeah, that was my favorite part. See, I didn't see a review going into it. So I went in like completely blank. I mean, I knew Avatar. I'd seen it. I knew, but I didn't read anything going in. So yeah. I had zero expectation one way or the other. And I thought, you know, again, I, I, I liked it. I mean, I, I think there was a lot of retread in it. But I also think that Cameron was, was setting up stuff for the next movie. So I really think it's hard to judge this one standing alone until we see if the things that I think he was setting up pay off. Yeah, yeah 100%. No, I, I I agree. Like, I mean, I, I think I like the whale golden amber. I mean, is that going to pay off? Because it kind of seemed like they have to. Here's pay how that it off. pays like, off. Are we see... Every, here's how it pays off in this movie. It's fucking horrific. Oh, I, it's showing something in real life, and it's subversive in that it makes the audience participatory in it. Oh my, it was I, so listen, traumatic. I went with my wife and my kids, and my wife was like, I guess she was. Oh my god! Like she hated the it. People like, you know, next to like, me. There was an yeah, elderly that's what's couple. To happen. Like it, it elicits that response that if you're a caring person, you know, you're like, this is awful. But yeah. I think that we might even get more of it. Like, are we going to see these humans that don't age anymore and they're like hungry for this stuff? Like, is some? I think we'll see more in the next movie. Yeah, it, it, it's a good MacGuffin. I don't know if MacGuffin is the right term, but it's a good 
it's a it's the carrot on the stick for for humanity that 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 makes them terrible. It's the fountain of youth. It's it's everything right there. So you are going to do whatever you can to. I mean, it's life or death to to, to humanity on top of the world dying. Top of well, Earth yeah, Rob. Dying. I thought it was. I thought number one, clearly, you know, they're taking over the world from an industrial point. But are they also talking about terraforming the planet? Like they they kind of sounded yes. like, hey, we're going to move here, and you're and the Navi are no longer going to be able to breathe because. We're going to make it breathable air for humans, which, I mean, again, is horrifically scary. So, yeah. you know, is that what the, maybe the next movie is going to deal with that, too? Uh, you know, I think that they're going there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, so- the, it was so horrific that the elderly couple next to me had to leave. Like, she was shaking. Like, so, like. Yeah, that's that's what what um in my my screening was interesting in that in my row. Four people to my right left because they were over it. People in front of me were sobbing. It's it's all over the place, and so I I imagine that like it's it's going to be a, a sort of a mixed bag. But because it was like, I took a kid to see it. My my daughter, she couldn't hang with it. It was just like too long. It, she could and I like long movies. I don't mind it. I, I don't mind that at all. But it was bad. I, I I was gonna ask you, Tom. Like like you you your uh your uh kids were they they cool with it? I mean, I I noticed my twelve year old got a little antsy. You know, I'm like he was moving up in his seat a little bit. But that's I mean, they they did love it. I mean, they were they were happy to sit there. They just got a little antsy. I mean, it's long. It's you know they got on them and they're like, oh my god, that was three and a half hours. I mean, but you know that's a twelve year old kid's perspective. I mean, my wife who yeah. isn't necessarily a huge movie goer, she just thought it was uh, great. I mean, she was. She was really happily surprised, and I—I I don't remember the last movie I went to her with. So, you know, for her to give such a positive, glaring review, I think speaks volumes to it. Also, just for the normal kind of crowd that, you know, doesn't look into the depth of all the Avatar lore like Rob might know. You know, she just she liked it for the eye candy that it was and the story. I mean, as a and we have a fat right. I mean, as a family person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you can be a familial type person and walk away from this movie and not have a an emotional response. I mean, it was family driven. I mean, it was, and I and I think they pulled it off. I mean, like I said, I was crying for the last ten minutes of the movie. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I just, it was, it it was heart wrenching. Rob, did you like? Did you like Spider's Choice? Spider's Choice. Should he have done it? Should he, was it bad that he saved his dad? I, I don't know if I, 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 so I read, I read reviews and they were non-specific. and with spider, they were comparing him in reviews to Ray Winstone in uh, Indiana Jones four. I completely disagree with that, with that take about like him. Cause like in Indiana Jones four, that character is just like playing every side to what is advantageous to him in it. And that kid was just in a bad place the whole entire time. And then was like, do I let my dad drown? Oh yeah, I can go. I can go outside and have a chance at maybe escaping, or sitting here and get fucking uh, clockwork orange for the next three weeks until my mind breaks. I don't know which one are you gonna do. I don't know. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's you know. Do I sit in the Abu grave or do I go out in the field and maybe I can run off? Like, wh- which one do I take my chances with? Like, right. Well, but I think I think also they set it up. I mean, the dad saved him, right? Like the dad had a choice. Fucking Obi Wan Kenobi let a dude who murdered children fucking just sit there, and maybe he'll, you know, he classic didn't fucking Republican whataboutism. 
So yeah, well, well you know I me. Mean? I'm the biggest <laughs> fucking conservative dude on the planet. You know. <laughs> I mean, look, if I if I would have bet again when we're talking about the payoffs of these things, that, that the arc of the of sorry, whatever. I'm sorry about the names, but uh, I think his arc is going to be a re- one of redemption. Um, Spider so eventually, or, or the or the dad. But I'm saying the dad. I'm talking about the. I'm sorry, the dad, the 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 avatar, you know, the 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 colonel, whatever. He's gonna. He's his arc is gonna be one of redemption ultimately. And I mean, again, he spiders he, nobody. It's nobody. I'm sorry. Spider, spider is no one. Yeah. No. No. Right. I mean, I think that again, Spider could have been killed. The dad said, "Okay, hold on. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be kid for kid in this moment." So he sees his dad not let him die. So I and mean, it's your dad, right? I mean, it, even if we hate our parents, you, you but yeah, you, you kind of have to save dad. And and that's what I was wondering is is like is that guy pure evil? Did he did he save the kid because it's it is his son and he does feel something for him, or did he save his son because it was tactically sound to have an interpreter and a you know? And oh, I thought he saved his son because it was his son in that moment. Yeah, the, the feeling I got was that he saved him out of a, a connection to the kid. Yeah, what you, you, Rob? What did you? What, how did you read it? How did, huh? Why do you think? Do you, do you, why do you think he saved? Do you think he saved Spider because it was a son, or do you think he saved Spider because it was uh, a, a tactic? No, choice? he knows his kid, man. You know, he has all the memories, you know, that existed up until that that was recorded. So he knew it was his kid. I mean, uh, you could say. Do I do I feel anything for a baby or do I don't, man? Well, you tell me, Jason. You know, could, could I throw one of your little babies off of? What are you gonna do about it? You know, like even I don't know, man. I come in a weird place. I'm not like the rest. Um, of Is he a traitor to humanity? Because no, my I'm my good. parents abandoned and blamed me for the rest my entire life for living. So like yeah. when my parents came down to choosing to fucking save me, my mom was like, ah, fuck them. Like I'm not even mm-hmm. being cynical. That's just the mm-hmm. reality. However. Yeah. Could I let my mom drown? You know what I mean? Could I let my my mom was a vile creature at the end of her life, dude. A horrific person who did a lot mm-hmm. of bad things for the city of San Diego. I can't even get into. And like yeah. I go, no, I couldn't let my mom drown. I have a soul. I get my mm-hmm. mom lost her soul. I and I understand why Anakin or Obi-Wan <clears throat> couldn't murder his best friend. At the end of the day, I can't, I mean, whatever I can't like he walked away, but he didn't, you know, like that's so the they, exact point I'm trying to make. You know, your your mom or dad might be a terrible yeah. person and they might have treated you like crap, but they're still your parent at the end of the day. Are you going to watch them drown? I mean, that's tough, man. And then yeah, when yeah. that person comes back and helps murder half the planet, what are you going to – that's that's a character choice. It, these are, all a movie or any story, for that matter, has to do is have characters who make meaningful choices and have to deal with meaningful consequences, good or bad, of those choices. I'm out of any story. I don't give a fuck if it's a Marvel movie, if it's fucking Law and Order, whatever you want to do, Star Trek. If if I feel like they're not making choices, they're just doing whatever the person who wrote the script needed them to do. I want characters to make choices that I'm like, yeah, I think they made that choice. Nate Thierry is a person who's like, fuck that human kid, the whole fucking movie. You know what I mean? And even then, I don't think she's fully on board at the end of it. You know, I don't suspect... She's overcome her grief in that that this kid, and when that kid's dad comes back, I don't. I think that's unresolved shit that's gonna, you know, move forward, but not in a like cliffhangery. What's gonna happen next? Like you put your whole weight of the movie on it. It's a tangent in a complicated situation where, like, look when she goes super psycho in the film, man. You know that is a legitimate fucking response. 
Like that is what what would you do in that situation if if fucking that horrific thing happened to you, right? How would you react to it? You know? So yeah. like that's all I'm asking for, man. Like Tom, Rob is coming through your your audio a little bit. I'm so, sorry. It's it's okay. I'm just letting you know. My um, mom worked for the district attorney in San Diego, Junior Jangles, and she was in charge of all fucking things, looking after child welfare. All right. And the fact that a woman who abandoned her own kids, okay, you know what I mean? Claimed they were dead. You right? Shadow was dead, got married to a whole dude, told her her kids were dead when they were just living 30 minutes away. Ended up being in charge of child welfare, having never once paid for is a horrific thing. Yeah. So don't fucking yeah. start with me, Junior Jangles. You know what I mean? Like. So I, that's, but that's what I come to. I am always weighing this as a, as an experience. Like, what do you do when you have this parent who's like, this dude fucking like vaporizes, you know, a whole, whole, a whole, a whole jungle just to land a ship. They didn't have to vaporize the, sh the, the jungle to land a ship and build something. That's to set a point. And that's just to start, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, you know what, what I was like theorizing or what I thought was going to happen in the movie, just as a side note before I forget. I kept thinking that um, what's Spider's dad's name? I don't remember Quaritch. the character's name. What is it? Quaritch. Quaritch. Yeah. I kept thinking he was going to to die, and that Spider was going to take his body to the to the place where you know where they take the the boy at the end, and I thought he was going to infect the planet. And we were going to go into like Metal Avatar oh, next. I, oh, I thought for right, a second. After, all right. Wish that's what I. The, the, that's what I thought it was going <laughs> to. That's what I thought might happen for a few minutes. You know, like when I was watching it. Um, that requires in order to communicate with the planet requires a, a spiritual connection and that kid doesn't have that yet yeah he has not had a spiritual moment matter of fact uh the majority of 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 the sully family the kids haven't other than the daughter and then it's eventually sigourney? the brother has this yeah the, the daughter sigourney's daughter right sigourney how, how old is sigourney weaver's daughter supposed to be because like I, I, I this is something i was like kind of confused about because it's like it's sigourney weaver's voice so like i hear like like an adult voice but then when she meets Sigourney in like in the flashback, she looks like she's a child, like really small. Like she's like, yeah, but this, 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 this period, it's, it's been in like 12 to 13 years after the first. Movie. Okay. Somewhere between there. Yeah. 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 They didn't all have their babies at once. You know what I mean? Everyone didn't just appear, but yeah. And okay. I don't know, man, because when I hit 11, I hit six foot tall. So you could mm -hmm. say someone's tall for their age. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, well she's overnight. a cat person. I grew out so all my fucking they're like, clothes. They're like huge. <laughs> so when she was like smaller than Sigourney Weaver, all of a sudden I was like, is she supposed to be like nine? Like, I wasn't. I just wasn't sure. What, Can I what ask that. a really stupid question? Was that Sigourney Weaver acted like yeah. they just okay yeah. digitized her? Okay, I, I, I thought so, but I couldn't really tell. They really like, aged her. Yeah, yeah, they knocked this <laughs> out of the park. If it wasn't her, I was like, I can't another Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was her, and and that was like. Is the like, audio better, uh, by the way, with the headphones? It is. It is much better. Awesome. Much okay. better. Yeah, and that, that was like one of the things about it that like uh, where I thought like I was both impressed. There was a couple of times when I could tell like that doesn't sound like a kid right now. And I was like the performance like, hmm. But then but then overall, it was really good, though. Overall, I have. But I had a kid. I, I had this. OK, this is the craziest thing I see. My, I had a I had a for a while. I had a series of babysitters who coming out of the house until my dad was like, you're old enough to watch your brother. Yeah, yeah. One of them was a woman named Lisa, who was ended up being murdered by her uh, her husband. Uh, mm. It was crazy. She had a little son named Mark. Mark was like when we met him, he was like three. When he hit five or six, he started growing hair out of his legs. Like he just got hairy. He was a hairy. He just hit. And when he hit fucking ten, he sounded like 
yeah. chef from uh, South Park. <laughs> like, like that yeah. kid just grew. So I don't know. Like you could, again, I think, I think if you just say, well, my, I'm used to stereotypical kid looks and sounds this way, mm-hmm. then okay, you know, I guess, but no, it's fine. Really it's fine. Stuff, it, you know? No, like, it, it's fine. But, but I mean, but we are dealing with unprecedented. So this could be uh, like uses of technology years, this in is narrative and to it's... 20 years after the first film, whatever, who cares? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, again, like this is like, sometimes man, do I need to know exactly the amount of time? <sighs> oh, sorry. I got mad. in between uh, a new hope and empire strikes back. Like that only occurs when you start writing Marvel comics that all have to link up in some way. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's generally speaking, you know, like, does that look like a teenager and sound like, sure. And sometimes it sounds like Sigourney Weaver as a teenager. Yeah. You know why? Cause it's Sigourney Weaver as a teenager. And I'm a, I'm an adult enough to know it's Sigourney. I've been listening to Sigourney Weaver talk for almost as long as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> yeah. like, for real, like, so I know what, yeah, I get it. You know, and plus old Sigourney Weaver's in here too. So you know what she sounds like and, yeah, I don't think they sound exactly the same, but that's the same no. person, you know. Yeah, but but I mean, but once again, it's worth uh, it's worth you know examining. Like I said, Hollywood's figuring this out. Right hey, now. Rob, what's your takeaway with the scene where she was connected to Iowa, like under the water, and she has the seizure, and when and I and I felt like that came right after she was asking who her father was. Do you have any like? Did you have any feeling as to what? Cameron was trying to the response. What's he I was trying to hide. That's what he's getting at. No. <laughs> no. And it could end up being like corny later on. It could, it could end up being just a monomyth. Like fine. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of the whole chosen one thing. And what I like, I always felt like with the first film, Nate Terry would say things to Jake Sully, like you, you have no fear, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's because it's not his body. Right. Like he's he can't really die like am I, i'm running around his body i'm you know like like he's like protecting himself from being murdered because it's gonna fucking hurt by those animals in the first film right remember he's got the stick and he's yeah, like, yeah. i don't really want to be eaten alive i'm gonna feel that you know i probably you know yeah. instinctive i don't really want to deal with that but it's a horrific also experience. at the same time in this one in this movie i'm like okay, i wonder what's gonna be like when he doesn't have a way out he doesn't have a second life to in this one you find out what happens i'm running you know what I mean? Like, I gotta get my, I, not just me, but my kids they ain't, they ain't gonna fucking yeah. respawn in a tube and get another. You know, I gotta protect. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's like all those kids who play Call of Duty and think when they, they get downrange they're gonna really be able to handle. You know, just the sheer. You, people don't know what your jaw feels like when a grenade goes off, right? How you feel it in your bones, right? So like mm-hmm. they don't understand what concussions is. So like, it's just it's traumatic. Mm-hmm. Just, even in training situations, it can be traumatic. You don't know how people are going to react. Um, and so I feel this, that, that situation, you know, could play out where, um, is it, is it her happy, you know, eh, the, the scientist, he has an epileptic seizure. Is it, I, I do, I do worry if not handled right, you could sit there and go, well, uh, medical condition could also be a spiritual, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I do wonder where that's going to go, but Cameron's pretty He's not, he's, he's not, you know, I don't think he's going to be like, no, see, it's really her superpower is autism. Like, I don't think that's going <laughs> to, you know, you know, that, 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 that it's just not as simple as that, you know? Right. Um, but how would a scientist, I mean, how are any of these guys, they're trying to like use their stuff to explain spiritual, you know, right. uh, that was her, that was her, her Ray looking at all of the different versions of herself moment in, an, yeah. in, a, in a different way. Right? Totally. Yeah. Right. 
And yeah. I, I, again, I, I actually like that part of the Last Jedi. I know some people are sure. like, "That's the what I show up to Star Wars for is to have yeah. something there that's going beyond." You know, well, let's get the tricorder out. Explain, you know, really, da, 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 yeah. da. like I don't, you know. So do you do you think that we're like without? I'm gonna get way far, way too far ahead, but I just want to ask right now. You guys think that? So are we getting like where Soli is going? The Solis are going to sort of move transverse through the no. environments and conquer them. And then at the end of the, of the, no. of the story, we end up where now he's like, he's got the sky, he's got the forest, he's got the sea. He's got well, like, he's going to uh, have to unify the planet. The, yeah. what, first off, it's not, they're going to keep, you know, being nomads going from biome to biome. Right. And then having the same fucking movie over and over again. Cause at the end of the movie, like, that's no, what the title sounded like, isn't it? Yeah. That's but that's what, what it sounded like. But the yeah. reality at the end of the film spoilers is no, this is your place. This is, you don't have to run from here. We're not, we're not expecting you to, to protect us from, you know, like we're here in it with you. You know, we've suffered, you've suffered. We're, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. uh, the idea that I think is that their previous home, they did that. People didn't have a choice in that, you know, like he sort of thrust himself upon them. This both sides are like, no, we're making a stand here. Um, in terms of having to link the, the different Navi together to fight a fucking global colonial power. Yeah. I mean, that's that's gonna have that's gonna happen, you know? Yeah, it's gonna have to happen because we could see right now they're like, Hey, my fucking problem. I'm a water person. I gotta, you know, I mean, I, I I think the same thing that they're gonna bring every you know, my son walked out of the movie, he's like, Oh dad, the next movie has to be about like cave Navi, like they're going to be brown and they're going to be in the earth and it's going to be underground or something. You know, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea, son. But, you know, I, I think it's going to be this unification. They're going to they're going to get their butts kicked. And then the Sigourney Weaver daughter is going to. You know, the, the, the planet is going to push the humans off or is going to eat them up or something, you know, something's going to happen at the end. That's going to be this savior moment. Yeah, she she did go VR with the little jellyfish guys at the end, didn't she? Like yes, kind of controlling did. them and yeah, I, I like that. And visually, it was it was just really totally nice. cool. And they oh. showed signs of it earlier when she was messing around with her feet in the pool, and there were a couple other signs where nature was kind of responding to her. So that's I think that's where we're going. And to go back to to your earlier comment about the IMAX and like there's like a variable frame rate. I heard all of this stuff. I saw. Saying, I was gonna wanted to talk about that too. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw that D twenty three. And with the with the high the high frame rate clips, and it kicked real D's ass. When I saw it, I saw it in real D last night, and um, it was not the same. It was not the same seeing it in real D versus versus the the IMAX variable frame rate jazz. I would say if you have a, a chance to to see it in IMAX. For sure. I saw I'm, it in IMAX. I don't know. I heard Rob talking the other, I don't know, month ago or so. He was talking about digital IMAX. Yeah. I don't know, or laser IMAX. I don't know if this was or wasn't. I, I'm not really sure. I was talking about digital laser projections. So digital laser thing. Sorry. Just yeah. because if you go to a standard real, real D is the conversion format. It's not the projection. Yeah. But a lot of people see 3D films. And this is just a general rule. It's not an avatar rule. But mm -hmm. if you go see a 3D film, just see it in a laser projection, right? Like make sure your theater is using laser because the fucking theater owners cheaping out on the lamps and you get right. these dark films, you know, See, it was right. I mean, I, I, I yeah. didn't, I don't have the gripe that I see many people about the frame rate. And I, I did think that the train scene early in the movie where they're the raid, you know, where they raid the couple of plane, they, they attack that train. I didn't think that looked great. That looked like a video game to me. Just mm -hmm. personally, I was like, Oh, that kind of looks video gamey. Um, yeah. But other than that, it was the only time in the movie where, I, I got kind of pulled out 
uh, by the visuals, but I thought it was, I thought overall I had no complaint of, and I'm like, I'm a big, I hate the soap opera effect on a TV. Like it, that makes yeah. me crazy. So, and I heard a lot of people comparing it to that on Twitter. I don't see it, but um, maybe I got the good projector that Rob's talking about. I don't know, but it, yeah. I didn't have that problem. Yeah. Did, did you like, did you, did you like how it looked? Were you, were you happy with it, Rob? Was it, did it, the CG, the quality of CGI in the film is is great. And I'll tell you why. It has weight. Even mm -hmm. that train, everything has weight. And the, for me, CGI feels wonky when it's unweighty. It just kind of flies around. And it doesn't have the proper weight. But everything has weight. The ships, the vehicles, the the, the creatures, they all have a weight to them. And yeah. that that is not easily achieved. Mm -hmm. So um, whether a whole environment, I can tell... look humans are pattern recognizers that's why i can look at a wall of ai art and tell you it's ai art i don't care i can tell you know it's not because it has six fingers you can just see the pattern same 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 mm -hmm. um so when you see a totally synthetic environment as an adult you're like yeah it's a totally synthetic environment the way my dad looked at the rocketeer and goes man his pants will catch on fire I don't, i'm doing any of this shit i'm like but you believe in jesus you know what i mean like, like he's like well i mean i'm like i don't know man like i, I the rocket pack thing makes more sense to me than the dude who walks on one so like, like so i don't you know suspension of disbelief <laughs> i i can there's parts of the abyss i had my friend go that's totally a a, a, a i remember he goes that's a mannequin i'm going to cpr puppets i'm like that's literally mary elizabeth mass and that that mass and master antonio mass and master san antonio is it san antonio Our, I yeah san antonio now. San Antonio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brilliant actor. But that, no, that's not. So Whittle, I don't it know. I Whittle it down. Whittle it down. Pick a name. Things. Not too much. There are times when I've played video games where I'm like, I wish this looked more like a video game. Sometimes it looks too real. Like it looks weird. So long as it doesn't have that weird, creepy effect, I'm fine I, with. You know? I didn't, in terms of the uh, film itself, I honestly didn't really need any of the stuff of them in the forest. I would have been happy with the movie starting with them coming at the doorstep of the water people going, Hey, can we move in? Like in terms of, and then, and then introducing the characters in that moment and shaving an hour off the movie. Oh but, man, that fucking forest battle sick where you last in the Mohicans as the fucking dudes and shit, like in the lighting and the way it's set up. And the, I don't know. Like we, the thing with Cameron <clears throat> is, is he's um, rich as fuck. And he just wanted to do a like I said, movie. <laughs> but he's always made a long movie and then you get the theatrical cut and then they get the special edition that's longer and then people say well i wish the special edition was the one i saw in the movie or this scene or that scene i don't think he's making like typical three not with star wars stuff, you know like so you can sit there i don't know man like this is all subjective i, I yeah. feel like i've waited 10 years i'm willing to sit in the theater fucking if i'm being entertained watch this shit for another four hours i just people binge i i don't know people binge eight hours of fucking rings of power and then go well no, maybe I'll watch fucking 12 hours more. I don't know how you do it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine with it. the pacing. It's an adventure, it's a complete advent. I don't feel like I got I, I just know, don't my, I, I got just, my money no, in terms it. of like critiquing it as as a text. I don't feel like those parts moved anything forward. I don't think really well, anything truly moves forward until we get there. And so what it serves as is character reintroductions. And and I well, really do and, think and that villain it, introductions, and, and, yeah, and I think you could have done that concurrently later on in the film. Like that's my big critique of of the of the script, because when we get to when we get to the water place, we are essentially reintroduced to everybody once again about what their personal weaknesses are as they integrate into that that society, and uh, 
So like that was my my whole thing. But once again, I know people were expecting it to be long, and he wanted just wanted to make it long. So it just is what it is. But I mean, that's that was that was my like my big I guess script gripe about it. If I if I had one, you know. And, I mean, I think uh, there was character building in there, and I think that familial relationship that I talked about obviously was built in that first hour or so also. So I think it was, I agree with you though, could have done it in a different time in a different place, but I think it worked. Yeah. I think there's, there's something about like about long movies and TV shows where even if it is inefficient, just spending time with the character brings like familiarity with them. And then you become empathetic to them, even if it's not actually um, well, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> talked about this in 1997 <clears throat> mm-hmm. when he was on the Charlie Rose show. Uh-huh. And the complaints about Jackie Brown at the time was that it was too long. It's a two, two and a half hour film, Jackie Brown. It's two and a half yeah. hours. 1997 time, folks, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no cell phones in the theater time. Yeah. And he was explaining, well, he since it was based off a book, he wanted you to spend time just hanging out with the characters for the first hour of the film. So you gave a shit when shit went down on the last half, the way a book would. So he wasn't like kind of like Reservoir Dogs. Things. You got the guys around the table shooting right, shit for an hour, and for like an hour, then. yeah, and then yeah. you get to the action, right? Yeah, got it. So it's he's like, so I don't have a. So he would say, and he did say in an interview, he doesn't have a problem with you agreeing or not agreeing with that. Mm-hmm. But what he would say is that was his intent. So you can't yeah. say it didn't. It, it it's not like he stumbled into that. I didn't know no. <laughs> this movie was an hour because characters hanging. No, I intended that. Yeah, yeah. Cameron is intentionally giving you the ability to see that the kids um you get to see them happy in their life right in a way so mm-hmm. that you when they say i miss my home you know what they're talking about you don't have to go well i guess i have to go see the other film on disney plus to know what they were talking about which would have been a griping talking point too so you yeah. get at least 30 minutes of them living in the theater uh, in the in the world well, that they're actually talking is about when, when the uh, child does say that line I think it just worked because the child missed their home and you just understand that at a very primal yeah, look, you can, level. There's a version of this movie yeah. you can trim down to 90 mm. minutes if you want yeah. to. But yeah, what really. I would say is the dude didn't want to do it. It's not, it's not un, he didn't mm. like not see that. Yeah. But he just right. chose to do it that way. My, so. my, my thing is like, like I like, I don't mind a, a three hour movie. Like, like sitting, I, I love going to the theater. I love being in a movie theater. So if I'm in a movie for, theater for three hours, even if I don't really like the movie, I'm kind of happy. So, like, like for me, it's not that. It's more just like, what, what like we time could have, we could, we could have got something that led us more into the next part of the story. Sure. With, with that remember time, when you which, made which that nine, preferred. that nine minute version of Bix, the hottest chicks in Star Wars, and I was like, maybe you could trim like six minutes of this out. And you're like, I could. But we're wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, wrong, right? But I'm not. No, no, no. no. That's just for Cameron. Cameron trims the shit down. But yeah, here, I'm actually converting it into 3D right now. Yeah, you're converting that song into 3D. Right? Yeah, I told you. Yeah. I think he's just converting Bix into 3D just right Bix, now. Just Bix, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Bix, yeah. Everyone else is flat, right? Yeah. Bix, a VR adventure, don't ask. But anyways... Uh... I noticed Dawn real quick, just not to interrupt anybody, but Dawn's yeah. asking if we think you would. it's better in 3D or in 2D. Uh, not seeing oh. it in 2D, it's hard for me to actually answer that, but... I would say I thought it was stunning in 3D. No, it's a three. It's a 3D movie. It's meant to be seen in in 3D, and and after this, you're you won't be able to see it in 3D really. Right. So I would definitely, if you you know don't have any, I'm gonna any, go see it again. I want to see it again, bad. So yeah, yeah. I, I would I would definitely. I mean, like like I honestly feel like like the first Avatar movie is a theatrical experience. 
I don't actually enjoy the first Avatar movie at home. I enjoy it in 3D theatrically. You know, that's that's the best way to see it. Agreed. You know. <laughs> Rob, are you gonna have a breakdown? Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna fight? No, Jason, no. when we talk, I get um oh. sometimes I when I when I'm talking to you guys, yeah. right? I get uh like a numbing feeling sometimes. I'm oh, okay. Sure. It's just it's just a it's because I was worried. I was worried it was me, Rob. I was like, oh god. <laughs> and that, this is why I'm a ghost. You can't read. I, if I could only understand cards, I'd be a great poker player. You'd never mm-hmm. be able to figure. Me, but I don't. Under, I can't get my head around cards. I just every time I talk, Rob's like rubbing his temples. Like God, I wish Tom would just shut up. No, just... no, no, <laughs> no, no. I'll yeah. tell you, man. Will you shut up? Like yeah. <laughs> I know you will. I, just, I know. I just. I, I, I can feel it like going. Sometimes it gets I, me, and I'm like, oh, this. I watch you guys every day. I know you will. Did you? uh but what did you guys think of the of the uh, the uh, family? Because that was that was the big thing. Is this wasn't really Jake Soli's story necessarily anymore? It was it was really like like the, the the family story. I think one of the big fears that people had was that if the kids were going to be like really annoying, that they were going to be like you know ABC Family Channel or something like right. like children and uh, yeah, a lot Who's of that. And the, there is a little bit of that, but there's not a lot of that. Right. You know, I I, I didn't I hate think- them. The thing, the them. line that gets me is when Nate Terry tells Jake, she goes, this is not your squad. This is your family. You know, like mm-hmm. you're running them like a little platoon. And I got to imagine Cameron heard that. that. That sounds to me like a line he heard from his own. I mean, there is a, in the documentary when he goes to the Marianas Trench. You know, he shot that in 3D. It's brilliant. I highly recommend it. And mm-hmm. But there's a part where his kids come down to see the the, the, the container they're making, right? The, the submersible. Yeah. And you're like, man, that dude's a family guy. But I got to imagine, like, you can really see him with his kids and, you know, like a, like a father. I've never seen that part of James Cameron before. But I got to imagine it didn't start that way. I think at some point he's treating his family like their crew. Like, this is not your film crew. This is a family. You have to take a step back. Like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, like, you know, so I think kids that have to live up to like a father who's like in charge of everything, you know, they nailed that. Like, my father was like a really... He ran his own security company. He was just a dude who everyone looked up to, just like save him from shit, you know. And it was like, and your I dad was in, your, your dad was in the military. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a uh, first. He was on the, the the battleships, right, with the guns, and he he got a hearing disability, a hearing damage, but they kept him in because Vietnam. So he became yeah. a medic. He was an EM. He was a medic in Vietnam when just, oh, man, Mash hurt hit my dad pretty, you know, <laughs> like the shit mm-hmm. he saw. I don't fucking terrific. So, but yeah, those Vietnam dudes, you know, like you remember when we were kids, if you found out some dude served in Vietnam, you're always looking up to them. Like, Hey man, what do we do? You know, where we get that now you're like, I mean, you, you're sympathized with the soldier, but you also understand the complexity of a war. So this is not that story, but in this one there, these are kids that have a overbearing, you know, father and they're like, they're making kid decisions. Like why wouldn't a kid want to go? Like you go to follow orders, man. Did you follow orders when you were fucking 15? Like, did you really, you know, well, like that's what I thought was interesting about, about like spider about that, that guy too, is that it like was solely treated them like they are little soldiers the whole time. Does that kind of fuck up him being able to interpret that his dad is a piece of shit and that the way that, that his dad might not actually give a shit about him, that his dad might just be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was kind of wondering if there was, if, if that's, 
where they're moving with the character motivation. Now, my, my projection for Spider, what I kept expecting would happen in this movie, but now I expect obviously to happen in another movie, is he will get a cat body. Like that seems to be kind of like that. He's Pinocchio. He wants to be a real boy, right? He's gonna become. He's gonna get a cat body eventually. They're gonna find a way to get him one as time goes on. I think. But I, I kept I kept wondering if that's and I think that's that character's eventual like that's his big line is are you are you uh, are you a Sully or are you a human? And I think mm-hmm. that's that's going to be that that character's like like future in it, which I I think is is uh, interesting. The camera's always asking that people like what is humanity like when sarah connor becomes a terminator and a terminator becomes more human you know like Mm -hmm. that's happening in a in a visual way you could go well it could get deeper you could yeah but i mean you know it's pretty fucking effective the way they did that here it's more on the star wars level right than that i'd say the terminator two way is more it's more of a dramatic adult you know like uh 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 visceral sort of thing this is this is still i feel being seen through the eyes of their kids and i think the 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 films get harsher as those kids grow into adults and the world changes for them too right and so you see that in this film where their world is pretty simplistic we're on this little raid with my dad and we're we're hot we're blowing up trains and we're doing all the things but at the end my my brother was shot because fucking you know what i mean we we made some some silly and i gotta fucking like you know own up to that but not blame myself like that's a real those kids are making having to experience the real world at the end of the movie not the made-up fantasy that was in their head like oh there's a fun gun look at this like here's what happens uh when you fire a gun and here's what happens when you yeah you know yeah 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 i mean when that guy's arm got ripped off that was metal Oh man, that was my one. My twelve-year-old looked over me in the movie. I'm like, oh my god, Dad, what? Like they show the arm, like oh, like when Obi Wan cut off a motherfucker's arm in Star Wars, right? That's some old school Star Wars shit right there. You cut off arms. Jason, kids can be annoying in movies. I mean, you know, we all have seen movies with annoying kids, but I don't yeah. think these kids were annoying. I mean, I, I sat next think... to. I didn't get into it. I'll let you finish, Tom. Sorry. No, no, I just don't. I don't think that they did anything that that you know as characters i was like you know obviously i didn't want them to do some of the dumb stuff they did but like i also i think rob was basically saying that they did, they were doing things that seemed like yeah we should, hey what is going on over here like let's go check this out and and you know they're they're curious kids so they were adventurous and they wanted to go see different things so it didn't it didn't make me hate them you know they were kids yeah 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 that and and that's that's kind of where i i mean my my critique of the kids if i have one is just simply that the the two brothers which i think are actually supposed to sort of represent jake solely and his brother perfect brother less perfect brother perfect brother dies imperfect brother has to take over the mantle and become the imperfect hero i think that's where we're going with this right Mm -hmm. and um but i during the movie at first i was having a hard time telling the difference between who the brothers were on screen because of like the visually I wish one had a mohawk or something, just something to yeah. where I could, so that way I could set them apart. But, but um, you know, but you you quickly got it because you're like, this is the responsible one, and this is the one who wants to go do the right thing and is trying too hard. Like, but it was, but uh, yeah, I didn't mind it at all. I thought Sigourney Weaver as the like adopted daughter was was uh, was really, really good. good. Yeah, really yeah. good. I thought that the 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 my favorite part of the film, like I said, is the free willy stuff. Was the boy talking to the to the whale and the whale like? And and the, their their communications and that that was the part of the movie where I was like this is scary and I would yeah. actually the movie almost broke for me 
I was there was a part where I was almost like I could fucking walk out right now when the kid drowns and then he wakes up and you think he's on a rock. I'm like, oh come on, you can't drown down there and then just oh I just swam up in my sleep. I was like, whatever. And then he's on the way. I was like, oh, oh okay, that's cool. CJ, like, had you, you seen the Avatar? You won me over, Cameron. You son of a bitch. That's what I said in my mind. <laughs> Had you gone to the re-release, you would have seen that sequence when he wakes up. The the the, the at the end of the Avatar re-release uh, in September, they uh, played that snippet where he's just in the water and he wakes up and you think he's on a rock, but he's on yeah. the whale. They just okay. played that whole bit and he takes that out and so you go into the water and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Well, at the that- end of the movie, there were a few times where you're like, "All right, these guys are passed out underwater for quite some time." Yeah. And they get. Brought back up to the but surface, the Navi are not like, humans. Oh, we're good. But the Navi yeah. are not humans, so they 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 they, they, they breathe. Yeah, they already. And they even talked about why... it earlier in the film that they don't need the breather for. When and they when they're underwater, they can hold their. Yeah, they they can go quite a long time. Yeah, they taught. They they definitely kind of touched on it a little bit, not indirectly, but. Is our is our new roses door with DiCaprio, the fact that they couldn't just swim under the fire. I think that might be that. That was like the question that I I, I picked up. The on firewall was growing, so you can mm-hmm. you can keep going, but you're gonna come up like it. You know, plus yeah. I don't know if you've ever aware, man. The heat that comes at you, even when fires on water. You ever been near a fire, like even a mm-hmm. car fire on? Yeah. On, like I drove on the 405 yeah. once. There was a car fire. You feel it from like across the street. Oh yeah. Bro. Like, oh, yeah. The heat would have been intense, you know. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if. Real yeah. quick, Tyrant, we're we're talking about the the kids in the movie, not kids in the movie theater. Just to yeah. clear that up on yeah, that kids comment. kids in the movie theater are either. I did have some kids in the movie theater annoyance, but that's a completely unrelated no. story. Here's my experience in the theater. So yeah. to my right is an 80 year old man and his his wife was on a walker. Right, they they check out when the whale. She's crying like he just his wife was being traumatized. To my <laughs> left is three kids, all ages. I don't know eight right? Seven, eight to like 11, right? And then above me is a 90 year old guy who had to like ask what was going on. And then he took a nap halfway through and then woke up and had like, he wouldn't shut up. And I even looked up, I'm like, oh, he's fucking 90. What can I do? I yeah, mean, he, he, he looked just like old, like, like the dude from up with big fucking shader. You know, just get, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I, I, what, are, what can I, I can never have a simple fucking, I was one promised no one, me. I was promised no one was going to be in theater, Jason. I was told oh. for 10 years it was going to be an empty fucking theater. I was Just looking you. forward to it. They were, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But here we are. In know? my, in my, my theater was about only about a, about two thirds full, surprisingly. And I thought, but I well, thought I got the seven o'clock. I actually got, accidentally got the seven forty-five. Yeah. It's I a got Thursday the, now. That's yeah. pretty good for a I, Thursday. I show. went to a 3 p.m. Eastern showing and it was full. And to my right, one row over was a family. Mm-hmm. And this one kid, I mean, he must have been like six or eight years old. He just wasn't interested. He just was taught, like making noise, talk. And I tried to drown him out. But if I was even closer to this kid, I don't know how I would have been able to handle it because it was like nonstop. Um, yeah. And that was the only thing that, that, that took Parents, me out of it. Man. And then there was that one scene in the movie where um, it was a shocking moment where like a, a, a character shows up like out of – out of the frame and just boom, he's there. And somebody audibly screamed in the movie. Oh, like, what ah! was it? Was it when they swim up into that like floaty thing underwater? Yes. And then yes. the kid comes yes. up with the little girls in there or the, the small one? Exactly. Yeah. And it like pops up out of, and somebody like lets out this like <laughs> horrific scream. And I was like, what just happened? It was, yeah. There's was, two, was... two jump scare moments that uh, the first one played well. The second one, I was like, all right. I, I, I just think like, 
again that that sort of synced up with the sound right the sound design is great but the music mm. i'm just like it's it's serviceable for me like i'm like mm. you know like when he's underwater with the shark thing and it's like jaws i'm like you really need someone like a john powell or even a Chikino, someone with some i i i am i i get having someone who worked with horner on the film but um that's my one little thing of the film i i, I don't know i'm like if everyone's fucking stepping up and then i think the music could have been yeah you're right there wasn't that like powerful musical moment no. at the end that that you would remember like I, I i do agree with rob the weekend come on no i'm kidding i'm kidding Oh, yeah, the weekend at the end. That was that actually was like, whoa, that's interesting. But no, I agree, Rob. It just there was nothing. There was no sound that I even really remember right now that that was just an emotion. You know that the emotion came obviously from from the loss at the end of the film, but um, it it wasn't from the music for sure. Yeah. So, um, Bear saying Alan Silvestri would have been would have been his choice. Yeah, I he was that's... he scored the abyss, but some people hold grudges. And like with the abyss, um, that score had to be done on like a shoestring amount of time too, because mm -hmm. of the way everything was flowing out on that film. So like you know, you never know who holds a grudge kind of thing. I, I liken this score closer to like Brad Fidel after Terminator 2. Like, do you remember anything he did? Does anybody right? I didn't you even know. know who did Terminator right. 2, honestly. Right. I, for so, whatever reason, I don't know that. And the music's quite other than the theme. The music is tied to what's happening in the film, but if you've listened to the Terminator 2 soundtrack, other than the theme, it's it, it's for like it just it's tied to the film. It's fine, but I still don't think this is as good as. Is it is it a guy with a synthesizer and a lot of cocaine and a weekend and he just went to town? Is that kind of yeah? And yeah, no, hey, I'm not knocking it. Hey, Rick, I'm knocking him. The keys, we got. Hey, maybe got him hired. I don't know, but um. Yeah, get Rick McCollum and his keyboard on here. Yeah. yeah. But it's fine. Like, compared to like, like when I saw Sonic 2, I'm like, this music is fucking, yeah. it's just trying. This is, I can't take this fucking movie, man. So like, it's not, that's a score that's trying to be epic. Like, it's not trying to do that. It's just, um, the, the, the composer, he also did like help. He, he worked with Horner and all the music for like the Avatar uh, sequence, uh, Kingdom, the Animal Kingdom in Disney World. Oh yeah, and yeah. it feels mm -hmm. more like that kind of music you hear during like a ride, right? Like it's mm -hmm. tied to the waves and the beats of the thing, but this is not a theme or a motif that is independent of of all this stuff. Um, whatever. So I took, and then on, on a on a side note, I took my 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 father to see it, and um, my father has been watching Avatar every couple of months since it came out dude loves avatar doesn't even care if it's in 3d he'll watch that shit on tbs if it's on he doesn't care and after the movie he was like i think it was a i think he said it was a better version of the first film but he was kind of mad that we he did get like he didn't feel like it was a real avatar too he felt like it was a force awakens kind of thing and he was like pretty so he's like down for the next one and i was like yep that's kind of what it's got to be you know because because it's been over 10 years you gotta reintroduce it to everybody and um it, 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 I, it, I, the same thing there isn't a big battle at the end with them versus all the fucking dudes there's a battle kind of though no but kinda. it's smaller that starts out yeah. and works and works and contracts its way in and then the ship also goes it's it's one 
it's not three fucking different things occurring like return of the jedi with with all mm-hmm. these other characters that are like it's 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 how do i say this man it'd be like if it'd be like if the phantom menace was really about like fucking six characters versus giant armies of people like the first avatar is more more of that armies of people thing and this is less of that this is more it's more like the abyss with parts of like you know at the abyss where it turns into like that underwater battle between between uh his wife ray brigman right and his wife and and, and uh evil michael b <laughs> yeah evil. see that like like kind of kind of that's that's sort of the uh the weird thing about it i don't know i don't know how how it washes out that's not a bad pun either it's just like like with in terms of like you have a lot you have a whole family and the the family is almost a character unto itself you know and like like um the the, the mom imagine if han like, and leia had had their kid in between yeah, yeah. new hope and empire strikes back now how mm-hmm. does how does princess leia in the empire strikes back feel about moving her whole fucking family around on top of the rebellion too right, right. being hunted by the empire like but what what I'm what I am what I'm saying is, and I don't know, I don't. This isn't like a real criticism, as if it's a as a problem and a reason to hate the movie or something like that. But like, I don't think every character in the family was like serviced in this this episode of this this part. Like, and I, I'm hoping that when we when we move on to the next one, I hope we get more into into the other other characters' arcs, like like the mom kind of sidelined, or maybe the first movie was hers. I don't know. I don't know what the organization will be when all is said and done. Well, I kind of feel like I, I I just look at it like this. The first movie, did Cameron have any idea? And Rob would know from all of the background that he knows on on the, the movie. Like, did he plan on more when he was making Avatar 1? Because to me, Avatar 1 is a fully encapsulated movie. His this goal with like, Avatar, his goal with Avatar wasn't to leave things open in, in the sense that this movie in that with the new hope could have been just one movie or it could same be thing his goal was to create a because he was trying people forget in the 90s he tried to get spider-man and to a lesser extent x-men made his films right x-men was first and then it rolled into spider-man and that actually turned into a script it actually turned into a deal where he cast leonardo dicaprio you know and it was going to be a whole thing and it fell through because of carlico and all that fucking problem so his thing was i want to make something like star wars the thing that inspired him you know he wanted to make his big superhero adventure story but he wanted to own it you know so so to get all that done he needed to build you know we need this tech we need this and then and and so he made that film a complete adventure and these were inherently designed to be four fucking things but you could just watch this and be like oh i mean what happens they're gonna fight the humans next yeah but in the same way that Sarah Connor is going to leave at the end of Terminator with her kid pregnant, like oh he's going to John Connor's going to be born and fight there, yeah, but we don't ever have to see it. Like if it never happens, then you don't have to see it. It's, the point isn't what comes next. The point of this film is how are these people going to stop? Uh, what do, what do you do, man, when you're fucking the guys that? What do you do when you're the hero, but now you're being hunted, and everywhere you go, everyone else suffers because of your existence? You know, like yeah. like that is a real question i was hoping to an extent the sequel trilogy would have dealt with what happens when luke skywalker is being hunted by the and he can't actually 
you know, single-handedly defeat the whole empire with my star killer powers, right? Like that fucking narrative. Like, what do you do? And do you, do you go to a, the farthest place possible where no one can find you so no one else can be hurt because they're so obsessed with you, right? That they're willing to destroy everything to get to you. Like that, that was the missed opportunity for that film. Like that, that I think that's what was happening. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're willing to, the, the, the first order is willing to destroy nine fucking systems in one shot. Just, you know, because they're like, we want Luke Skywalker. So where everyone suffers until we get them kind of fucking thing. And that's what you're seeing here. But, but what you're also seeing is that this, the, these people, um, they, they're realizing, Hey, they're killing the whales out there. Wasn't our problem, but now they're killing the whales here. Like that's as human a response as I have ever seen. Hey, I man, I don't know about climate change until fucking my whole town's flooded. Well, is it flooding? You know, <laughs> like, like. Mm-hmm. So that's that's as humans. Well, don't the feeling actually... I got from that whole whale killing thing was that I, I don't know. I just got a sense like they didn't really know what was going on. They're kind of like they they didn't they they were blaming the well, the one whale for killing all of his buddies. He didn't do it, and he didn't even do it. Like, right? Like they didn't it. know what was going on, and they weren't taking. Hefty. He's a Patsy. Well, no, his his the whale was That's being, the sense I got. The when whale I was, was being punished forever lifting a finger, like right. they, they, you were you were not for fighting like, back, right? For fighting for, back, forever fighting. Yeah. And we don't fight back. And if your whole right. culture says I don't fucking do something, you're the one who's like, but I did it because I was his mother was killed. So I'm now that I'm personally I, fucked. It, I'm gonna get my fuck. But you know, some people. Oh, man, you touched that whale's mama. Oh, that's kind yeah, of what happened, well, right? <laughs> and then what do they do? They go, well, now you're yeah. ostracized, you know? So I don't know, Stupid man. King. Like, boss like, Nass I, li- I like, I like, I like it when fucking animals strike back, bro. That's what I love about the first film. Like, with the planet, the planet itself has to, you're going to fucking, you know, you're going to suffer the consequences. You have to participate. You have to participate. You can't just sit off, even if the wealth, that's what the Titanic's about. It's, it's like you think your wealth's going to save you in the face of imminent fucking like you're in the middle of the ocean. You know what I mean? You've ran a ship into an iceberg. Your money isn't going to protect you from this outcome. You have to care. You have yeah. to participate or actually, you will die. I, I found the uh, the reviews to be really annoying on that part where it where people were saying the Indiana Jones 4 thing with Spider. I thought that was insane. That's just trying to have a take. And then I thought that people like there's a Titanic homage. Was that a ti- Titanic homage? This is a boat. Like that's it. I don't know. I, I thought that yeah, was a bit. To do. I, I thought know, that was whatever. a bit bit yeah. far too when people were saying that's like maybe. Well, it's just look, family. they can't say Fern Gully now because this isn't Fern Gully. So they're trying to come up with something, you know. Well, it's free Willy. Yeah, yeah. I remember Free Willy when they when they bored a hole into fucking the orca's head and personally drained his fucking brain liquid and made you feel like you murdered his fucking. I remember that. It's closer to orca this film. If you really want to be honest, man, the mm-hmm. the horrific nature of of whaling, you know. Well, and how heartbreaking is it? They they show the scene where they're taking the the amber, and then you know they're like leave the thing floating. So so we're sending the message, and then the next thing you see basically is the cat the calf dead also which was like so sad right like because when it's happening i'm like oh now the calf is going to go swim off and be with the the rest of the you know the pack so to speak and the next thing you see is he's dead and that was super like god dang that was super sad yeah i uh i i realized i was a sociopath when i was watching the movie because i was like 
why aren't they taking the baby well just to get a little bit, you know, a little bit more of that stuff? I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, those people were terrible. That's the one thing well, I certainly like, after it's dead too. Like, right? They didn't they didn't extract, but maybe it doesn't have yeah. any when it's a juvenile. Maybe it, maybe it's like a maturation thing or something. Yeah, but just, yeah, that's probably what it is. It's nuts have to drop. Yeah, yeah, but and it, but that one guy, the guy who who owned the uh, whaling boat at first, I didn't really realize what he was. I thought there was like like kind of like fishermen or something and i was kind of like you know there's some fishermen and you're like and then they're like commandeering his boat you kind of feel bad for him and then by like the by midway in the movie you're like oh this guy's a total piece of shit i hope his arm gets chopped off yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and then same thing with the uh i I wanted to beat the shit out of the scientist who has the harpoon now i was like fuck you you sell out oh just shut your fucking mouth you're coming that's that apathetic yeah like 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 you know there are these these marine biologists who are like, well, I can't really get involved, you know. I mean, yeah, they're burning the monkeys alive in the jungle, but I yeah. mean, I mean, we look at they could take more pain than us, you know. But then it's like, and then when they arrest the guys who burn the monkeys in the jungle, that's right. You like it's that person who feels like they could just be outside of it and disassociate, yeah. you know. Yeah. And people are cognitive. People make that disassociation all the time, man. Did that guy die? And the boat thing at the end that was not clear. Yeah, I don't think it was clear. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like, and then that was my my other like uh, when I was but watching the movie gonna... when they they send uh, the uh, giant whale away. I can't remember anybody's name in this show. I'm apologize, but the, the that's giant, how I live. Free Willy, our buddy, our buddy Free Willy. Um, like he goes away, and I was like, I was like, did I like? I had to check my 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 phone a couple of times. I did my trick that I said because my son didn't want to go. I had to check on him, and um. It was like, I was like, what happened to that guy? And then, but, but then it was a big fake out at the end. So I could come save you, come save the Sully boys at the very end. So I was like, okay, that's fine. I was kind of mad at the movie at that point. I'm All like, right. I lost track well, of this. Well, still a fucking we're, movie, man. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Well, tracking the tracking of character. If we we're going to talk about, still if we're going to critique geography in films, which was fair game. So is tracking of characters, but it was done for a reason. It was deliberate. It was so when the big giant, Jonah comes up and saves our buddies. Then we're like, "Oh, there he! Oh shit! I didn't see that coming." And I thought it was good, though. That's my point. Is yeah, but they did tell him to hide because the harpoon mm-hmm. was in him and shit. So like he hid, and then eventually right. he comes back out. I but mean, it's 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 quite a, it's quite a while though from when when they say that like in yeah 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 maybe he and, and I was like and then and I started to go I, I started to think did I did he get shot in the head and I like looked away and didn't see it like, like I started to wonder that for a, for a few minutes the whale took too long I don't know like, <laughs> that's <laughs> like that's uh, all right yeah. hey Rob I don't remember this from the first movie maybe I need to watch it again the other thing that I thought was was that pulled me out of it a little bit was the the tattoos on the av- the army avatars I'm like. Why do their tattoos transfer over? Like I thought they that did. Was- they got them on the ship. They they they, they were they weren't recon combed on Pandora. They're recombed in space. So, yeah, they right, got them like the either one, on the ship one, or they got the one arm guy had like that sleet like or it might have yeah, been but girl, like- right, but okay. I don't know, man. I've never been cloned and reborn into All a right. body before, <laughs> but I'm gonna assume that if I had a bunch of fucking tattoos that i gave a sh- i don't have any tattoos and i fucking hate them right but like it's not my either but i understand i'm willing to bet that if you're one of those guys who's like hey man my body had i want to get re-get the ones i had to make you feel more like who you were you know it's a it's just See, it's, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought they did it in the movie 
I thought they did in the movie just so we could be like, oh, those are the bad guys, and like that, and then how we could kind of well, they're all wearing military gear, them. bro. Like even their dragons have. Well, they were, gear, which yeah, I love I that. I that's that's the cartoon aspect, dude. Like Rob, when the dragons got the military. Oh, wait a minute, Rob. Oh, hold on. Let him. me make this point real quick that he's talking about this, Jason. So they, 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 they at one point they go, we gotta get in the in the jungle and we gotta go walk in there and we gotta act like we're them and we gotta infiltrate, right? And they, they don't, they're not gonna see us coming. And they get Oakleys. They put Oakleys on. They're wearing their uniforms. Like, wait a minute. You don't but think they're going to notice that you guys are coming in in military gear? Like, what? Look, I, I don't know if you're aware <laughs> that uh, there's a – I always say this without insulting. Look, paramilitary me? guys talk a great right. game, right? <laughs> paramilitary guys talk a great game, right? And they all say they're going to fucking blend in, but they all stand out. They all look like Thumbs <laughs> and Oakleys. They all do, but they all think they're blending in, man. I've My dad tried to work with – my dad tried to get a job with Blackwater. They were just like, you're a little too old. He wanted to die over – he wanted to die in battle. He didn't want to die growing old. Right. right, so this, right. Is, this is something I had to have a conversation with my father. You know, some guys get a Ferrari. My dad wants to go to war. He wants to go back to Vietnam. I don't know why. And then, you know, yeah. uh, so I met with a lot of these Blackwater dudes. You know, when the Abu Ghraib shit was going down and shit, and like they're all this. Yeah, they're all psychopathic fucking assholes. I've never <laughs> met one that I met this one guy who was like an ex Navy SEAL who ended up working with the Rand Corporation, and I thought he had it together. And then after like just hanging out with him for like an hour then he started like he was always sweating and then he finally was like starting to open up about it was tragic like they have internal damage man but they 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 hide that internal damage with this bravado of like we're going to master our environment we have control over where we're at we are going to do this and we do that and he ain't doing shit you know like like you just it's just false bravado man people say what they need to say you know yeah yeah that's why my friend was like, I wish there was more complexity to him. I'm like, I hear you, but sadly, it's sadly they're they're not Tony Gilroy's fucking, they're not, they're not these dudes. They're the dudes. They're the guys that are down at January 6th. They're not that complex. Who literally thought like there's guys, and not just idiots, right? Like who pretend to be ex-military. If you guys know, like in Germany, like last week or the week before, they went and rounded up fucking like 50 fucking dudes, all ex-police and military for plotting yeah. fucking an actual coup against the government. Yeah. So like yeah. these guys, man, this is where we haven't done anything for this country. I was going to say, it'd be nice if we could act quit that quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but this, you know, you got these guys that they, they're, this is what the Rambo First Blood, the actual book was about, right? What do you do when you make a bunch of fucking dudes who were designed to kill and have to like go back into society they you can't turn that off you know like what do, how are they what are they beyond them becoming killing machines what are they going to do with their free time you think they're going to go well i think i'll take up crocheting you know what i mean I think i'll learn a good uh i'll get on uh jason this is a good time to talk to our sponsor uh master right what could you do if the military turned you into a homicidal maniac but you have free time you go study about how to be a ceo with bob Iger. That kind of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Never give us a sponsor, Jason. I'll ruin it. But uh, so that's that's who they. But they do. They wear these fucking. O they were wearing Oakleys twenty years ago. Like nothing's yeah, changed, I, man. I, I was <laughs> I was actually going to ask because I didn't get to, to rewatch the first film. Did they have the Oakleys in the original film? But the avatars, right? Did the they? Or, or sorry, no. The, no right. But the Navi. Their flight funny. goggles look like Oakley's too. If you go to the first um, film, they wear to keep the wind out of their eyes. They wear little goggles that also look like so that shape actually, mm -hmm. you know, is aerodynamic for probably flying around on drag. I just like that the, that the military guy had the the Oakley's. The Navi military guy had the Oakley's, and the cutout for the nose, you know, fit the 
the Navi guy. Like that. I'm just like, yeah. wait a minute. Hokley's making classes for the Navi. How awesome. Like that's, Hey really man, cool that's like them. when stormtroopers got like, Oh, you really thought you were going to have like the snow troop and you're going to have this trooper and you're going to have that little one. Like that's, it's part of the action figure moment. I don't, I yeah. just thought it was fun. Like I just, I laughed. I was like, "Oh, look, that that fits him." If this, if this were Denise Villeneuve's avatar, it wouldn't work. But you know, he's still keeping uh, one. He's still keeping one hand in the Edgar Rice Burroughs, you know, Flash Gordon. There's I watched still a little bit of the that. menu and Bones and All in the last couple of weeks, and so like food, it's been on my my brain in film because of those of those two things. When I was watching this, I was like, you know, it's pretty interesting. It's like in this world. They had to go probably and take like pieces of the meat of the space wells or whatever they're called and back to Earth. And then they had to start like figuring out like how to make recipes out of this food because when they get there, they have to be able to learn how to cook and how to eat that stuff. Right. I was like, huh. Well, there's <laughs> so, plenty of shit to eat on Pandora other than just whales, man. Like, no, I know. But what I want to say is, but you have to imagine like how it would work. It would start as like a delicacy where super rich people would be taking that. And then the chefs on Earth would have to be figuring out like how do we turn this into into a dish, or the they cut it up and fed that. it to prisoners like lobster. I mean, if you remember, lobster Ooh. used to be a, a, something they they fed to prisoners in prison. They were like, "That's Ooh. a yeah." Would... It was it was junk food. It was like the crappiest. No, no. Then now it's turned into this delicacy. So it's yeah, it used to be prison food. So you never know, man. You know, damn how... all the all the prison sex you want and lobster. <laughs> well this is 1800 sign jason up you know you know what that that felt like jason you know you know dry wanna, wait wait till the 4dx well, version wait, of that movie did the lobster you know? come with the side of butter <laughs> sorry <laughs> only in wales an accoutrement yeah well all so right my, guys, my, it's, been, it's been an hour my 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 to wrap up i'll give my thing and then you guys could give yours and my, my thing is basically the movie did not exceed my expectations, but it didn't go under them either. It was exactly what I expected. I ha- I got what I paid for. I had a good time. It is what it is. If you don't love the first movie, and if in fact you kind of hate the first movie, I don't think you're going to love this one. No. And if you if you had a good time watching the first one in the theater, you'll probably have a good time watching this one in the theater. But the first one's a pretty good barometer. You could just kind of upscale it a little bit for technological you know advances over the last decade. And uh, but I also think if you watch every Star Wars thing and generally enjoy it, you will probably have fun with something like this. That's kind of my that's kind of where I fell on it. Yeah. And then uh, well, Tom, my expectations. I mean, I I just saw uh, King Chris. Say, I mean, it it met my expectations. It didn't it didn't like it didn't revolutionize movie making. It, it wasn't the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I loved it. I want to see it again. Um, I thought it was visually stunning and I, I enjoyed the story and it hit an emotional chord with me. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I'm begging everyone to stop seeing it so I can have a theater to myself. So no, it's, I've been saying this for 10 years. No one's no. listening. It's bumming me out. Like I want the theater all to me. That's, that's all I want. That's all James I want. Cameron. So that, see that man squatting there behind you. Yeah. He doesn't just do it for you, Rob. I know you people just can't get past the dude saw Star Wars and fucking made himself into like one of the greatest directors of all fucking time. I don't know. No, I, I, don't I know. literally don't How you care. Don't, <laughs> I, I just I can't get past it. No one fucking gets that. Like I just no. I I, right. I think it's good. You know he I, he didn't start a podcast and then go. Oh look at me and my super chats. You know he actually got fucking on with it. Like I mean, I'm no, super I mean, fucking inspired. I don't care 
how you know everyone's flawed everyone has their fucking whatever but that dude is continually doing the things lucas always said we're gonna push the technology and we're gonna do all this and then he's actually doing it so mm-hmm. you know and he's still doing it in his fucking 70s you know like that's it man i i appreciate everything this crew put together everyone in the crowd all of them oh yeah you know? no no, I mean, no, this technically, is, uh, it's, it's amazing. I mean, obviously. I'm glad I'm the only one who likes it because this is <laughs> this guy and his victim con- persecution complex on yeah. Avatar. Well, that Cameron has that too. Cameron has um, too. King yeah. Chris, just just, to, just one little clarification, <laughs> Chris, is that it, I, I hoped, I had my expectations, and then I hoped there would just be something over the last 10 years that I could not see coming with 10 years to develop the story and for something to happen where I would be like, what the fuck? That just didn't before, happen. Before so, a guy that that continually says he likes spoilers because you know you get to see the way that, like I don't know like do you need to it's, be surprised? It's when not you see my it? fault I, that nobody's spoiled this shit correctly. I mean, I did you? Did, how did you feel when shit was? I'm like, did it, did I feel something? You know. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like I don't know, man. I uh, yeah, know. the the uh, level of feeling that it I oftentimes get from this like I have a I usually have a, a response to that is cynical. That's just deep solely stick together i saw people really into and i was like a little bit like i don't know did you earn this that's how i just feel about me. when you I'm build your asshole. kids out on the camera I'm, an Jason. I'm like why bother you know you're just gonna abandon mm-hmm. them one day like my parents did not <laughs> <laughs> right one day you'll leave oh, your children shit. <laughs> i left me at the theater <laughs> oh shit <laughs> home alone 3d right that's where they leave kevin at the theater and he's stuck there all day right <laughs> i get back there i go to the theater and he's like wearing like a, like a cowl she's like that kid with dreads she's like <laughs> with uh, all right will morgan i'm gonna explain this one to you he did not steal term no no i'm gonna explain this cameron got harlan ellison sues everybody and you gotta understand he did not want to settle out the studio did because he got tired of dealing with harlan ellison so if if you right now if i talk shit about harlan ellison the ghost of harlan if he's still he'll come and sue us all like harlan ellison sued everybody he lasted one week at disney because he fucking made a sexual joke about the mouse I mean, one day at the fucking chow hall the day up like that's what harlan ellison does so like that i know the story i read the depositions and cameron fucking wanted to fight it but the tony Spencer fox was like we'll just pay him off and shut him up it'll be done they he didn't win they settled out that's different it's not the same thing man yeah it, it's it's i mean it's a and if lucas had had released star wars today kira kurosawa could have sued his fucking ass i mean we're gonna do that too right like Right, the, the yeah. Flash Gordon estate was in a state. They could have sued Lucas. They would have lost, but they would have. Like, Let, let's put it this way. It, I mean, l- legal stuff aside, if you went and you, you saw the Outer Limits episode and you watched Terminator, you would not get them confused. No. You would have to be a maniac to get the, them confused yeah. or to think that it one was hurting the other. Harlan Ellison uh, learned so. how to abuse the legal system the way Trump did in the 70s. He just mm-hmm. figured it out, you know, and I'm not taking away from Harlan's ability to write. He's a brilliant writer, but he's a deeply flawed person, too. So mm-hmm. and it's just wh- how he found a way since he he was fucking over so many people. He wasn't going to get paid residuals. He found out how to litigate his way to some wins, too. They'll settle out. They'll settle out. I'll just keep going. That's that's what he does. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then and then just talk about one second. The thing about that is uh, how to, I would rather have the Terminator than one episode of uh, the the, of, outer of the outer limits, limits. The fuck that's like, yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah, definitely more it. but um so we'll end it by by me saying um tom harris thanks for having me i see you I see blue you. world order 
really I, do. I see you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Bye, bye, everybody. We'll be back on Monday to talk about Star Wars and get back back to the business of Star Wars and so maybe. and um, let us let, and we can talk about some Avatar in the future. Still, we can. Do when it, is Henry know? Cavill coming to Star Wars, Jason? That's what we're going to talk about. Because you know, uh, it's just, Kathleen Kennedy just a ticking time actually bombs. hired yeah. him and then she fired him because she wanted to teach Already? the Snyder guys a lesson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be great. He wouldn't shoot coverage. He's out. All right, everybody. We'll see everybody tomorrow and or Monday. Thank you, Tom, as always. And Thank you, guys. See you later, Rob. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.